Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome into Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope wherever you are across this great country or this great land, you are having a fantastic Monday. We have got a lot to get to. Tons of different stories to dive into. But I want to say right off the top, Thank you for making the Outkick the Coverage podcast dominant. We have just set a new all-time record for most podcast downloads in the history of Outkick and the month of August still has six full days of shows left. So we are going to blast through and set a record the likes of which we have never seen before. I also want to say off the top, thank you guys for being awesome. I know many of you are watching this on YouTube We are growing like gangbusters on YouTube. We just went through 50,000 subscribers. I don't know that I would have even focused on YouTube if my kids hadn't told me how awesome YouTube was. Turns out it's correct. We are doing millions of video views a month. I'm starting to hear from people who had no idea OutKick existed uh, thanking us for the videos that we are putting up all over the world. So for all of you out there who are watching this on YouTube, Thank you very much. You actually now are becoming the biggest daily audience of any platform. Uh, And I appreciate you. Please subscribe. Uh, Go uh, like us uh, in the comments. Go put good comments in there. Uh, And I appreciate all the support that we are seeing there. Uh, And also, I thank all of you uh, for supporting me on Periscope or Facebook as we sit here live and hang out every single weekday. And... I also want to tell you to go sign up for OutKick VIP. We are on an absolute roll with OutKick VIP signups. We have got so much great stuff in the OutKick uh, store, but the VIP is phenomenal. You get access to our message board. You get access to exclusive Zooms with me and Jason Whitlock. OutKick uh, VIP uh, phone line to be able to call the radio show. And on top of all that, you get the opportunity to get an autographed copy of my book whenever the new book arrives. And I can't wait for that to actually happen because, my goodness, we are on an absolute tear. All right, we got a bunch of different stories to dive into here. Uh, I want to jump into Luca versus Montrez Harrell and point out that it further elucidates the clear breakdown of, uh, of the reality of the NBA versus the uh, accepted aspect of the NBA. Now people say, oh, you say you're not watching the NBA. It's not true. I say, I watch the NBA. I understand a lot of you do not. Luka Doncic has been the best storyline in the NBA. During game three, Montrez Harrell called him a bitch-ass white boy. All right? Now, this is straightforward to me. This is racially discriminatory language. Okay? Regardless of whether you are white, black, Asian, Hispanic, some other race, If you insult someone like Luca was insulted by Montrez Harrell, uh, saying to somebody that you are a bitch-ass white boy is four different insults in Montrez Harrell's mind. And, okay, all of it basically to him means you are soft. And if 
we had ever heard of Luka Doncic saying to somebody you are a uh, bitch-ass black boy he would be suspended for the rest of the year. Alright? His whole NBA career would be in question. He would have to go out there get on his hands and knees publicly beg for forgiveness for months in order to ever be able to play in the NBA again. Uh, The same thing by the way is true whether it was bitch-ass white boy or bitch-ass Chinese boy or bitch-ass Mexican boy however you want to classify it when you in any way go after someone's race or ethnicity that is in the context of an insult clearly an intentional denigrative term. Okay? So the double standard that is clear and transparent in the NBA is if you are black you can get away with racist commentary. If you are white you would never be able to potentially play in the league again unless you were an incredible player and even if you were an incredible player you would be begging for forgiveness forever. You would be suspended. Now, the NBA has already set the precedent that they suspend for on-court statements. They did it nine years ago to Kobe Bryant when he uttered a gay slur. And so Adam Silver had an opportunity to live up to the equality slogan on the back of LeBron James' shoes and on the back of NBA jerseys and suspend or find Montrez Harrell and set forward an example that this was not to be stood for any longer. Instead, he did what the NBA does. He said one thing and he did another. He further demonstrated all of the hypocrisy that is so rampant in the NBA's social justice warriordom platform. It is about victimization, ideology. It is not about equality. And that's important, right? If you are going to try and set the precedent that you care about equality then you have to care about the equality of all people whether you're white, black, Asian, or Hispanic. So all of this is totally a sham. It's even more evidence that this is more of a sham than ever might have existed before and the hypocrisy of the NBA continues to run rampant. Now, positives. Luka Doncic's performance was extraordinary. It's possible by next year that he is actually going to be one of the two or three best players in the NBA. He went for 43-17-13. That is the best triple-double in terms of points, rebounds, and assists in the history of the NBA. Nobody has done those numbers in the playoff ever before. Uh, If that is in fact a bitch-ass white boy performance then he just needs to be wearing the OutKick bitch-ass white boy t-shirt because he needs to own that phrase and make it his. And Montrez Harrell who called out Luka went for two points, one rebound, and one assist in this game. This was an epic star-making performance by Luka. The step-back three, the pose right after he made it, playing on a left ankle that it wasn't even clear whether he was going to be a game-time playmaker or not. This was an incredible, incredible setup. Yes, we have bitch-ass white boy t-shirts. They are available on OutKick.com right now. You can go look at them. Props to Luka for an incredible performance in what was a wildly entertaining game. Uh, All right. Uh, Good news. Cast your gaze elsewhere if you are a Big Ten or you are a Pac-12 fan. The AP Top 25 poll came out today. 
It featured nine teams in the Pac-12 and in the Big Ten that are not going to be able to play. As a result, we put forward a new top 25. That is up at OutKick. I would encourage you to check it out. But biggest takeaway here from news is that the College Football Playoff Committee officially announced that they are going to be picking the four playoff teams on December 20th. I feel awful for Big Ten and for Pac-12 fans. They are going to be sitting back on their couches for months potentially watching college football take place and then a few days before Christmas they are going to be sitting on their couch watching four teams selected for the college football playoff. This is amazing to watch happen. The Corona Bros are in the corner right now with a standing eight count as they are getting absolutely pummeled by science, by data, by logic, and by facts. And anyone who was in favor of shutting down any league is looking more and more like an imbecile every day. To wit, all right, we had 58,000 tests in the NFL from August 12th to August 20th. They have started contact, all right? August 12th to August 20th. 58,000 tests, zero confirmed positive among players. Let me repeat that. NFL major positivity here. 58,000 tests run across all 32 NFL teams. 0.0 positive after over 58,000 tests were checked. Now, they did have 77 false positives, however, and this is a big deal because it makes me wonder how many people out there never had the coronavirus and tested positive but didn't have the resources of the NFL to know when a gym was, sorry, when a testing facility was broken and everybody was testing positive as a result. 77 false positives. We already know Matthew Stafford was a false positive. How many people out there have been quarantining themselves, have been staying in their house, have been not going anywhere over a false positive? This is a big deal. Props to the NFL for catching the false positives and props to all the NFL players for having no positives so far. Now, a couple of other big details. The CDC just came out with new recommendations. It's probably not going to get as much attention as it should but I want you to listen to me. The CDC now says if you are healthy and don't have underlying health conditions there's no reason for you to get tested if you are asymptomatic even even if you have been exposed to someone who is positive. This is a monster storyline. Okay? This is huge for sports. This is huge for going back to school. Everything else. The CDC is now saying if you are asymptomatic that is you don't feel badly even if you were in close contact with someone who has tested positive there's no need for you to be tested. This could be huge a game changer for all of the testing going on in major athletics and the fact that much of it is worthless. This is a big deal. Again, Corona Bros standing eight count right now. They are getting pummeled by logic, by facts, and by the unvarnished truth. Also, I got some coronavirus news for you out of Florida. Remember when everybody was panicked in Florida and your boy said, hey, Florida's going to be fine. 
It's going to be nowhere near the death rate that we saw in New York and New Jersey. It's going to be a tiny fraction of what those two states put forward back in March and April because they made disastrous decisions. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis today announced 2,086 new cases. That is the fewest number of cases since mid-June dropping all the way to 2,086. Just a 5% roughly positivity rate in the whole state. What that means is the outbreak is officially over in Florida. I just saw the numbers from my state of Tennessee. 600 new cases and change. The outbreak in Tennessee is over. The outbreak in South Carolina. The outbreak in Texas. All over the South this thing is over. The cases are rapidly plummeting. Hospitalizations are rapidly plummeting. And the death rate was nowhere near what happened in the Northeast. It's time to get ready for football. Props to the governor of Tennessee, Bill Lee. We had high school football on Friday and I got to tell you something. People talk about how are you living your life? Do you know what I did this weekend? On Friday, I went to go watch Empire Strikes Back in a movie theater with my kids. On Saturday, I went to a wedding. Today, I went to my gym and also all three of my kids had in-person school for the first time since March including my kindergartner, my fourth grader and my seventh grader. All three of them were at school today. We got them off to school this morning. They were gone all day. It's the first time it's ever happened in my house where we've had three kids gone all day. I'm a little bit sad about it because I'm used to having lunch with at least one of my sons every day when I'm working from home but movie on Friday wedding on Saturday gym this morning and all three of my kids in school it's time to get back to normal at work it's time to get back to normal at school it's time to get back to normal at sports that's what the data all militates in favor of. Uh, Jamel Hill came out and said the U.S. is worse Uh, in some ways than Nazi Germany. They're very similar, she said. Ironically enough, this is the same argument that Adolf Hitler made when he tried to encourage other countries not to join the Allies to fight against the Nazis. This is where we are. Jamel Hill is saying the United States and Nazi Germany are similar and that they have much in common this is absolute idiocy. Some people say why do you fire back at stories like these? I think it's important for people who have a poor understanding of American history and of world history to throw punches back at stupidity. We need to have a marketplace of ideas where ridicule firmly exists and where people who say dumb things that are inaccurate and not supported by the historical record have to bear the brunt of what they are saying. ESPN, remember, is paying Jamel Hill to produce a documentary about Colin Kaepernick. They should be ashamed. Beyond measure, they should be ashamed. I don't understand this. The NHL has suspended... not the NHL, NBC let Mike Milbury go I'm not a hockey guy. You guys know I don't know much about hockey. I don't pretend to know a ton about hockey. But I'm paying attention to this story because people started sending it to me and I'm like, I got to go listen to this audio. Mike Milbury said on an NBC broadcast that players in the NHL were doing better because they had less distractions including the fact that women were not there. And I heard that 
And I was like, okay, what else did he say? And they're like, no, 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 that's all he said. And somehow he has lost his job over this? This is absolute lunacy. Look, anybody, take it from somebody who has a wife and kids. Anybody who has had kids around their house during this shutdown knows that you are infinitely more productive if your kids are not always running around. Right? I love my kids. They're fantastic. When they are screaming downstairs playing Fortnite or Madden or FIFA or Minecraft and I have to run downstairs while I'm working and say, guys, shut up. Stop screaming at each other. Stop wrestling each other. Stop fighting with each other. And I have to do that several times a day for the last five months. It has made me less productive. When I am not surrounded by my children, I am more productive than I otherwise would be. This is not craziness. Every dad and mom on the planet knows exactly what they're talking about. I was left alone while my wife went to uh, vacation with the kids because I had to start back on television. Do you know how much more productive I was in the house by myself for 10 days? A ton more. Did I miss my wife and family? Yes. But when you have less obligations, be it work or family, you are more productive. I mean, this is craziness to me. How in the world is this considered controversial? Every single mom and dad on the planet and every husband and wife on the planet would agree with that comment. I don't even understand how people got offended by this. I also don't understand how nobody fired back and said this was stupid. I got to be honest with you. I heard this audio and I heard it run out and I was like, okay, where's the rest of it? Because I was like, there has to be something else here. I felt like Claire Huxtable back in the days of the Cosby show, one of my favorite scenes when Theo comes home with the Z Savarici $100 shirt and she's like, there better be a pair of pants in there. I was digging through like all of this language like, where is it? Where's the rest of it? I don't know what actually happened that could have turned this man into an unemployable sports analyst over what he said. I don't understand it. And again, not an NHL expert. I've watched a lot of hockey over my life. Most of the time, I have no idea what's going on. I watch hockey uh, like, uh, like, like somebody who's never invested in the stock market watches the stock market ticker. It's kind of colorful. It's kind of exciting. I enjoy it. I know there's lots of bells and whistles involved, but I got no idea what's going on. I enjoy it. I love going to Preds games. Playoff hockey's phenomenal. But it's not like I'm sitting up in the game. Like I can analyze the strategy in baseball. I can analyze the strategy in football. I can analyze the strategy in basketball. I know those sports well enough. Soccer too, honestly, because I played it too. I know those sports at least well enough to have some idea about what the strategy is. No idea what's going on when it comes to hockey. But I can listen to that audio and say he didn't say anything that was deserving of losing his job for the rest of the fall. Uh, All right, this is uh, fantastic. This is phenomenal. Yellowstone. Everybody needs new television shows to watch with the pandemic going on, with the shutdowns. I have caught up on, uh, I I caught up on uh, Ozark and now I have caught up on Yellowstone. The season finale of Yellowstone was last night. I'm not going to give any of it away. But if you are a fan of Westerns and you're also a fan of violence and sex and ridiculous plot twists, 
Yellowstone is a pretty entertaining show to watch. It's like Dallas on steroids. Uh, And so I think it's a lot of fun. Season 3 ended last night. Really kind of boom, bow, pow ending. Similar to the way that Ozark ended. Those are the two shows that I caught up on completely. Never watched either of them in any episodes at all prior to March. I'm now rolling with both of them. But if you're looking for a new show to watch and you like Westerns and you like Kevin Costner at all, Yellowstone is really pretty popular and it's an easy watch for you, your wife, your girlfriend, maybe your kids if they're probably 14 or 15 or older would be my guess. All right, I think I have talked about everything under the sun here. I appreciate all of you. I'm excited to have my kids back in school. I hope you guys get back to your normal lives. I am very optimistic over the fact that last night we had the lowest new cases since June. Numbers are continuing to uh, to trend down. We are going to be in a great spot based on these numbers by the next uh, couple of weeks, two or three weeks as we get ready for football season. Uh, football is officially here in just a couple of weeks with the NFL in just about uh, a month for college football and everything is trending in a really, really, really powerful direction. All right, lots of positivity from me. Kisses, I hope all of you are having fantastic Mondays. I'll be live on uh, Fox Bet Live. Your king will be wearing his crown today as I was the best gambler of the week. And uh, I'll be giving you some gambling picks for tonight's game between the Blazers and also uh, the Lakers. Love all of you guys. I'll see you tomorrow. On television, I'll see you in a half hour. See y'all. Bye. Thank you, Facebook. Appreciate y'all. See ya.